Today, I want to talk about the crucible and what that means. A crucible is a situation of a severe trial. Have you ever been in a severe trial? Well, we're going to talk about that and so much more. Stay with me in today's show. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered in a Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, welcome back to the Shattered and the Beautiful podcast. This is Jeannie Smith and I am your host. Now, I want to talk about the crucible today because I have been experiencing the crucible and it's just been stirring in my heart and I'm talking to friends and you know people in ministry that we serve with and there's a lot of this going on and I thought, man, this is something that we really need to talk about. So I want you to imagine Jesus walking up the hill, carrying the cross on his back. Do you think that was hard? He did that for you and he did that for me. He was under extreme pressure. He was bearing the cross, carrying the cross for you and for me. Now, he was experiencing the crucible and we as believers are promised sometimes the same. Because we follow him, because we mirror his image, because he lives in us, we can expect at times to go through what? Severe trials tribulations, situations that are meant to kill us and destroy us. But now what happened with Jesus on the cross? He carried his crucible. He died on the cross and he overcame it. He overcame death. He overcame every form of tribulation that came towards him, every trial, because of who he was, because he was God's son. He overcame and he had life. He rose from death to life. And we have the same ability to do that. When we receive Jesus as our Savior, we overcome things just like him. We have the power and the authority to do that because we are co-heirs with him. It's all because of what he done. So we can expect because of that to have to walk through difficult times, persecution, and bear what is called the crucible. Now, a crucible stands for a situation of a severe trial. So many times our characters can be put under a test because, you know, people act differently when they are put in an uncomfortable or stressful position. To endure the crucible, you have to be able to endure great heat, great resistance. So it is indeed a severe test. A test designed to bring about change in our life or to reveal our true character. Maybe God is wanting to reveal something in our life that needs to change. He's redefining us. He is refining us. He is purging from us things that don't need to be there. He is growing us in character. Now, I have found many times in my life when I am experiencing the crucible, it is because God is growing me. He is making me stronger. He is equipping me for what is to come. Now, let's read from Galatians 2.20. This is the New King James Version. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. 
and the life which I now live is the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So what does it mean? How do I become crucified with Christ? To be able to say those words means that we have been crucified with Christ also means that in the practical situations of daily life, without exception, we are able to say no whenever we are tempted. To agree with temptation would be the same as coming down from the cross, but no, we have to remain on the cross. We enter into life through all sorts of temptation. I am sure that Jesus did not want to be on that cross. Speaking to his flesh, he did not want to do it. His flesh did not want to do it. His spirit was willing. And as a matter of fact, he spent time in agony, praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Not my will, Father, but your will. He came to do the will of the Father. And his life sacrificed on the cross was the will of the Father's. Because of his great love for all of us, there had to be an ultimate sacrifice and it had to be his son. So to do the right thing when it's really, really hard to do the right thing that could make you very uncomfortable and even cause pain can be an example of being in the crucible. Sometimes when I'm experiencing an extreme amount of spiritual warfare, which I have been here lately, I know that I'm in the crucible. I know that I'm having to bear the cross. I know that I'm having to march on as a soldier following after Jesus. And I know that the experience itself is going to redefine me. The crucible is not easy, but at times it is necessary. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 says, bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Colossians 1.11 says, We are strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience. I don't know what you're going through right now, friends, but God does. And it could seem and feel extreme. It may seem hopeless. There may be a lot of questions that you have, and the endurance of it feels almost too much to bear. There's a heavy burden on you. You may even feel despair. But if you're feeling any of these things, you very well may be experiencing the crucible. As a believer, walking through difficult times, trials and tribulations, temptations all around you. But God is with you during those times. You are not alone. It may feel that he's not there, but he is there. He never leaves us or forsakes us. That's what the book of Hebrews says. He never forsakes his children, and he is there. It is in the fire where we are refined. It's a place where precious substances are tested, purified, and strengthened. And that's what we are. We are precious substances because we are children of God. So this is a picture of the whole process that God will use in our lives. When the heat is on, what decisions will we make? What kind of character will rise to the surface? But let's not forget that also in this fire, this testing, this purifying, there is cleansing and there is healing. So what do we do when we're going through the crucible? Well, I think our response is critical. And if we are going to have transformation through this crucible, 
then there are some things that I think that we need to do. One is we need to pray and fast while we're going through the crucible. Number two, we need to ask, what can we learn from this? Because there is something to learn. Hebrews 2.10 says, In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he learned. And so there was something for Jesus to learn through all of his trials. He was teaching his disciples. He was teaching those that was watching him and learning from him. He suffered. He suffered in his testing and his temptation. He was human. And so going through the crucibles in his life and ministry were very, very difficult for him. That's why he is so compassionate and understanding and full of mercy for us because he was human too. He understands what it is that we walk through on a daily basis and he can mediate for us to his father. The scriptures say that Jesus, that God made Jesus perfect or complete through his suffering in Hebrews 2.10. That's what I was just reading to you. He was not imperfect in the sense of being flawed, but his suffering completed his work, the work of purchasing our redemption. So what might we need to learn? Hebrews also says that Jesus learned from obedience. When God called me out into ministry, one of the first pieces of advice I got years ago was this. When you have obstacles and trials, ask God, what can I learn from this? Look upon it as a learning experience. And then number three, we've talked about number one, praying and fasting. Number two, what do I need to learn from this? And number three, count it all joy, my friends. James 1, 2, 3, 4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing there it is let the crucible do its work because you will be perfected through it and he tells us in every trial and every circumstance to count it all joy because when we're going through these things we are experiencing what Jesus experienced when we are persecuted, when we go through suffering for the things that are good, it is the greatest picture of Jesus. And what greater honor for you and I to know that what we have gone through, the crucible, the suffering, because we chose to do what was right, because we chose to do what was good, because we had to take a bold stand against something, because we had to learn from something because we had to be obedient to the Lord. What greater joy and honor than to do that for Christ because we are closer to Christ in those times than we ever are. It's in these times when we understand just a small portion of what he went through. And when I close my eyes and I think about Jesus carrying that cross and what he had to endure for me, when I think about his persecution, his trial, his suffering, his crucible, and then I reflect upon myself and what I am walking through with him, for him, I can count it all joy. There's an old hymn that I love, and it's called, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. 
There's light for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Friends, when you are persecuted, when you're going through trials, rejoice and be glad for great is your reward in heaven. Matthew 5, 3 through 12 says, for so persecuted they the prophets, which was before us. So, you know, have you ever had an enemy? I'm sure we all have. Someone that maybe even falsely accused you. Someone that came against the very good thing you were trying to do. It causes pain. And it's natural for us to encounter others that we may not get along with. But we must remember, they are just human too. The true enemy is Satan. It's not those around us. How we long for fair treatment from others. We desire that. We want to be accepted, but the truth is the only one that we need acceptance from is Jesus. And guess what? He already does. So we have to forgive and bless others. Even when we walk through persecution, we have to turn our eyes on Jesus and turn to God to strengthen our will against Satan. And when we come against those raging winds, raging voices, remember God is our defender. His love defends us. If we live a life with him, there is nothing in this world that can stand against us because he lives in us and he has already defeated all. Jesus already did it on the cross. This truth and promise alone must and does give us great peace. Friends, you may be walking through your crucible today, but there is light and there is a promised land and there is freedom on the other side. There is victory. So hold fast. Hold the line. Do not give up. Do not let up. Know that he is there with you. His presence is there. He's watching after you and he will get you to the other side. I love you bunches. Remember, live life abundantly. The Gift Encounter is a two-day healing retreat led and facilitated personally by me, Jeannie Scott Smith. If you would like to learn how you can host this event and bring it to your community, message me on JeannieScottSmith.com. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Music